So, hello and welcome to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And as you can hear, my voice is getting a little bit better. I'm feeling a little bit better, which is really, really great. And today, as you can see in the background, or you you know, not really, you can only see text. Um, but uh, we go ahead with the uh, virality book, the book about how something can go viral and and or not which is you know then the opposite thing but um but i think it's just you know quite a great book there is a lot i can't say to it additionally to it and you know it's it's making fun and especially with all these uh, videos it's just always making fun because i really like doing them you know i not gonna lie i really like doing them but let's see where we are and where and what you can actually see. So you can see this. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, so I think uh, people don't just care about how they are doing. They care about their performance in relation to others. I've gone through this one. Game mechanics help. Yeah, people are talking because they want to show off their achievements, but along the way, the, the way they talk about the brands. Uh -huh, I've talked about this one as well. People don't need to be paid to be motivated. People are happy to talk about companies and products they like. Give people a product they enjoy and they'll happy to spread the word. Interesting products didn't get any more ongoing word of mouth than boring ones. Um, why does it matter if particular thoughts or ideas are top of mind? Because accessibility, thoughts and ideas lead to action. Um, could voting in a church lead people to think more negative about ab abortion or gay marriage? Could voting in school lead people to support education funding? Uh, so, uh, so we will go ahead with could voting in a church lead people to think more negatively about abortion or gay marriage um, or could voting in a school lead people to support education funding um, I don't really see where they are going um, but according to the to the thing they had said before which is then different locations contain different triggers which make total okay it's uh, now yet means now I'm just you know I'm just quite all the time or sometimes um, you know mixing up English with German and German with English and I shouldn't really do that but yeah never mind um, <clears throat> so now it makes sense so just if your environment or your location really matters that much would it then be like you know if you're in church and um, then you're voting would you then be more negative about certain things or not um, I would say not as drastic as as you know it it might it might seem to be so like this I think this example with the church and the school are um, you know I wouldn't say so that this would work because you know it's just um, it's just then about or still about your opinion on these certain topics um, if it's uh, I don't know a quick example, go! Um, um, it might be like, you know... Um, 
You like chocolate. So. And then you're in a chocolate making factory or something. And then you are um, in a room where dark chocolate is really praised and everything is great and everything is golden and, you know, everything is pretty luxurious and looks amazing and surprises you and all these other feelings they could occur. And then you go into a room where, um, uh, where it's about, I don't know, not dark chocolate, but, you know, like, like white chocolate, let's say white chocolate. And everything is not golden, but maybe silverish or just grayish or brownish or even bluish because bluish is really a color you... Um, so people say, or I've read or I've heard uh, in school actually, that if you're just eating off a blue plate, uh, you won't eat that much because, you know, your subconscious mind be like, you know, this is blue and blue is not really a color you should eat. So no, nothing you eat or would eat, so no, I don't know, no vegetables or uh, fruits or whatever are blue, as, as I know. Maybe there are some, you know, um, gene uh, manipulated or certain, you know, you know what I mean, uh, gene manipulated stuff. This could work. I think there's actually a strawberry, like it's blue um, because they made it blue. And, but, um, so you shouldn't really eat, or if you just really want to use, uh, lose weight, you should eat from a blue plate because, you know, nothing is blue and, you know, your brain says you shouldn't really eat something that's blue because it's probably not that eatable. Um, but I stopped about the, or with the chocolate example, um, but if then, you know, uh, going to the white chocolate and everything is just pretty shitty and you do not really like it or not, you, you just, you know, you're pretty neutral. And But the thing is, uh, with the dark chocolate, everything was so great and everything was, you know, happy and I don't know. And then you go to the white chocolate and everything is sad and shitty and bullshit. And then somebody asks you, what do you like more, dark chocolate or white chocolate? Even though white chocolate isn't even chocolate, but rather some kind of cacao mass shit um, but you probably will then say the dark chocolate because you know um, because you've seen or if you're just sta staying in this room as well as they were asking you so, you're, you're, so you were staying in that room with the dark chocolate which is you know way better and then I, c I think this the environment itself really triggers something and really can you know manipulate you or whatever you want to call it whatever you want to call it top of mind means tip of tongue uh, but as we saw in our fruits and vegetables study a strong trigger can be much more effective than a catchy slogan even though they hated the slogan college students ate more fruits and vegetables when cafeteria trace traced triggered reminders of the health benefits just being exposed to a clever slogan didn't change behavior 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 at all which you know i think is totally true a slogan is just you know some words um if they just some kind of trigger something in you or just really are connected to you in certain ways that are you know maybe private or you know just just your private life then i think you will first of all just remind yourself of this the slogan a lot more than maybe other people 
but the thing is um and second of all it's just you know you know that there is a connection between you and the slogan and so it then would be some kind of the trigger um but if this is just a person he reads some some words you know they just mean like or just think like you know these these are some words and this is a slogan and maybe it's it's a cool slogan, it's a bad slogan, or it's a pretty, pretty shitty one. Um, but let's see. Ah, let's see. <laughs> um, products and ideas also have habitats, habitats, or sets of triggers that cause people to think about them, which I think is totally true. Triggers and cues lead people to talk, choose, and use. Social currency gets people talking, but triggers keep them, but triggers keep them talking. Top of mind means the tip of tongue again. The reasons people might share things are that they are interested in that in that they are useful. Uh, it turns out, and I think it's pretty great that they point out that they should be useful. So I think, and even, or especially, or actually, um, they've pointed it out a little bit on top of this article as well that um, your product should be, you know, capable of doing something, you know, your product should should be good. And I think it's it's totally the case, because um, in terms of marketing, you cannot market a shitty product. If you have a shitty product and you market it, you're either lying or just you have to market it as a shitty product. But, you know, if you just market it as a, you know, so good product and, you know, it helps you do this and that and then you might just be lying and this shouldn't be the case and then people buy it and then they see it is shit and they won't spread the word they won't uh you know share it they won't do anything with it but you know pretty much hating you i think i guess <laughs> unfortunately <coughs> sorry um yeah it turns out that science science articles frequently chronicle chronically innovations and discoveries that evoke a particular emotion readers. That emotion, Ovi, 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 I don't know, it's A-W-E and they explain it in the next paragraph. Ave or A-W-E or Avi or whatever it is called is the sense of a wonder, the sense of wonder and amazement that occurs when someone is inspired by great knowledge, beauty, sublimity or might. Articles that evoked anger or anxiety were more likely to make the most emailed list. Rather than harping and features or facts, we need to focus on feelings, the underlying emotions that motivate people to action. And I think, and I will say it again, and I've said it, said it in the last 15 episodes, you know, it feels like it, but when we buy something, we really, really buy just emotions, and that what, that's what I believe, and that's what I've read, and that this is, you know, what I also some sort of experienced. You know, if you buy yourself a Ferrari, you just do buy it because you know you get the feeling of maybe and especially something that's really been emphasizing or amplifying with um, the internet and social media and so on because then you see you go on instagram you scroll through and then you see some some pretty hot guy uh sitting in his ferrari with a lot of chicks around him and so on and then be like you know i really want to be like him if you're a man if you're yeah, you know, if you could be a girl as well and just be like, you know, I would 
like to have such a man. But the thing is, um, then you as a man be like, yeah, I I really want to be like him. And then you think like, oh yeah, if I buy myself a Ferrari, all these things will happen. And so at the end, you just buy an emotion, the emotion of being some kind of important. And by the way, everybody wants to be important. This is also something I believe in. This is also something that I've read in How to Win Friends and Influence People, the Dale Carnegie. It's a great book. And, but, you know, uh, we all just about importance. We all just want to be some sort of important or, um, yeah, in, in some way. Just if you, I don't know. Yeah, if you buy your Ferrari, you want to be important with your, I don't know, with your money or, you know, if you just think a little bit with it or through this, um, through certain scenarios or different scenarios, you can just, um, you know, I think you begin to emphasize with this, with this particular thought. Um, but at the end, we just buy emotions. Um, rather than harping, I've read that. If situational factors end up making us psychologically aroused, we may end up sharing more than we planned. Um, I'm just thinking about if aroused really means then, uh, if it's, you know, if it's arousing in a negative way or it's arousing in a positive way. And I hope that it is both because I particularly think that arousement in a negative way still makes up more shares than positive ones because you're like you know this is total shit just look at it ha 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 it's totally not true and so on but um it would be good to hear that even if it's something positive just people are like you know uh just look at this this really made my day this is great and the thing is I'm just thinking about what I will share or what I'm actually sharing. I'm actually sharing um, most of the time my own stuff into my own story. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but it's it's actually true. Um, but the thing is, if you share something with friends, it's actually most of the time something funny. Just something in, uh, funny in a... I'm going to say just, you know, see crazy people and then I share it or, or something like that. And, um, but if I share something that's, that's really making me angry, I don't know, but I could actually, you know, I'm just not really denying it. Um, it could be possible. Um, observability has a huge impact on whether products and ideas catch on. What is observability? And we'll have to the deep l website uh, i've you know i could just think about it i'm always just relating this shit really hate myself <laughs> um don't not really get that one so uh, this is the point where i have to say if there is something you wanna tell me or tell the whole audience or wanna talk about or just whatever uh, DM me on every single platform, which is in down in the description if you're on the YouTube video and if you're on the podcast It depends on the platform, but there should be somewhere somehow a Podcast description where all my my links should should be in then you can just you know comment on any post You can DM me you can comment down here on YouTube. You can you can do such a lot of things You could write me an email it should be actually somewhere um, but yeah, so just if you 
want to ask me something, if you really want to um, give me something in terms of information, if I just haven't got something in this article, or you think this is something I haven't been talking about, but this is really important, and so you can send me it, and then I'll just, you know, tell you, or tell, tell it in the next episode, or just post it, or whatever. But we will head on. Designing products that advertise themselves is a particularly powerful strategy for small companies or organizations that don't have a lot of resources. Which is totally true. Behavioral residue is the physical traces of or re remnants and that most actions or behaviors leave in their wake. If something is built to show, it's built to grow. Uh, which is true. Yeah, you know, if you just show it, then, you know, the person who owns it shows it off some kind of way. I'm just thinking about it as this. And I, I'm thinking about a Lambo, you know, you buy yourself a Lambo to some sort of show off. Somehow, even though you're not really liking it, you're doing it anyways. Um, but um, then people are like, you know, ah, this is a great car. I'll buy mine, you know, also some some day later or something or now even and then they show off themselves and so on if it's a good example with the lambo i don't know but uh but but i think it's true it's actually true people like to pass along particularly particular useful information news others can use uh, that's actually true offering particular value helps make things catechous um, which is, I think, amazing that they just, you know, really point out that giving value is great. And it is actually great because it is something I've really been emphasizing and really been learning and really been using in the last, you know, months. I've been doing this whole YouTube and social media thing. Uh, I really try to put out as many value as I can. Uh, value in terms of, and the thing is, value... And the funny thing is that yesterday I've just been through a transcript of the video. So because I always just, you know, look through the transcript of the video to see if there is something in it I could use to post on Instagram or something. And then I've seen like, you know, I've just really been talking about value on this episode as well. And I think by now uh, that value is indeed a pretty spongy term because, um, you know, Value could be happiness, value could be love, value could be information, value could be um, a lot of things. And this really depends then on your target target group or the person who is just reading it. Um, the thing is, I really hope to give somebody value by either motivating them or giving them information they need or just knowledge or facts or whatever. And just if you try to do this all the time or, you know, most of the time, it's, yeah, but pretty, yeah, all the time, um, you help people. And through helping them, the byproduct of it is they will follow you. They will give you money some later on, maybe. They um, comment on your posts. They like your posts, and so on. So at the end, <clears throat> at the end everything moves because of you helping other people. And this is something you really and I really have to take and have in mind that if you help people, you will get something back 
secondarily or just besides that. So if you just focus on helping people all the time, so your primarily thing you do is helping people, you will get money, followers and all this shit besides that. Just, you know, secondarily. It's just around the way. You know, and this is something amazing. And if you think about it, it's actually true. Because then they, they, they like your content, not in terms of they're clicking the like button, but they like it. They they uh, find you great because you give them value and information and whatever they need and so on. So it's just, you know, it's... I think it's pretty great that it is like, like it is. Um, offering particular value helps make things contagious. Uh, one of the biggest drive drivers of whatever... Whatever... Of... Sorry, of whether people share pro- promotional offers is whether the offer seems like a good deal uh, or I think it's funny or just, you know, shareable. If, um, I don't know, Coca-Cola or Fanta or whatever, um, if they make a really, really great advert, just a funny one or um, an informative one, I would shade um, as well. And if it's just, you know, goodly produced or well, sorry, not goodly, well produced, and you know that camera setup was amazing and it look let's look in like a movie i will share it as well because i like arty stuff i like you know things that got produced well that got made well and and so on and then i will share it actually um not surprisingly the size of the discount influences how good a deal seems more people said they would purchase the grill in scenario a even though they would have had pay a higher price 215 bucks rather than 230 bucks to get it. So I have to read it again. More people said they would purchase the grill in scenario A even though they would have would have had to pay a higher price. Um, so just because the discount is bigger. And this is actually something I've been wondering all the time on Amazon. If these discounts are just um, how these uh, sellers just, you know, um, present their products if it's even the right thing or if it's just even the truth because um, on Shopify Shopify, it's like um, you can um, post there just you know on the quotes quotation marks um, you can post there your products and then you can be like you know um, this is my product sorry this is my product this was the price before and this is actually the price now the thing is the price before can be changed by yourself and the price now of course can be changed by yourself as well so it can be like you know the price before was 500 bucks if it's just you know a pretty you know luxurious item or it seems like a luxurious item and this is the price now and it's just now 50 bucks and now thinking about it and it's it should should be working on amazon as well if they actually do this because i've seen a product this was i don't know it what it was but it was or it had a discount of, I think, 80%. And just thought, like, you know, ah, this can't be true. This can't be true. Because, you know, who who the fuck gives a discount of 80% just right away? And it seemed like, or seemed like, sorry, um, seemed like all the time like this. So I don't know, I have to check if I just find something um, like this another time. But, uh, but yeah. The way people actually make decisions often violates standard economic assumptions about how they should make decisions. 
judgments and decisions are not always rational or optimal, instead they are based on psychological principles of how people perceive and process information. Um, which is, I think, true, and these are just patterns. Everybody or every person has certain patterns how, patterns how they proceed informations and how, based on that, how they make decisions. And this is the fucked up part, because um, everybody has, has their patterns. And it's, I think, pretty hard to break your own patterns. And the thing is, because of your patterns, you will always make the same decisions and you will also stay the same through this. So, um, if you really want to get rich and you just have the same patterns of, you know, wasting your money, um, not taking that offer, not doing that, not doing this, and so on, you will stay the same wealthy. Um, and the bad or the, the, the even worse part of that is that these parents got to you by your parents or whoever, you know, parented you. Um, which is then like, you know, you can't do anything about it. You think, or you might think, but I think you can actually do something about it. I do not by now um, know how, but I guess I will discuss or see if there is a book summary on that or an article on that. Um, and then I'll discuss it with you because this would be actually something uh, something valuable for me, for you, for everybody, so on. Um, yeah. One of the main tenets of prospect theory theory is that people don't evaluate things in absolute terms. They evaluate them relative to a comparison standard or a reference point, which is totally true. Uh, diminishing sensitivity reflects the idea that the same change has a smaller impact the far it is from the reference point. Mm, don't get it. If the product's price is less than $100, the rule of 100 says that percentage discounts will seem larger. The rule of 100 says that percentage discounts will seem larger, which is totally true. If you be like, you know, you have, um, it actually seems like, and it's definitely something psychological because it doesn't make any sense. You know, if you have a product that's, uh, that costs, I don't know, 100 bucks, $100, 100 pounds, whatever currency you have. And then you get 10% off it if, off, <laughs> off, off of it, off of it, I think off of it, um, then it only costs you $90. And, you know, it seems, it seems, you know, pretty good. And even if it's maybe $20, you then just only pay $80. But the thing is, if you have a product for, um, I actually have to, um, so you have a product with $800, uh, no, and then you only have, um, $720. Even, you know, this seems even a little bit bigger, but maybe only because I'm just thinking about it and just going through it like this. I don't know. Maybe, you know, 10, 10 bucks seems definitely 
less than uh, I don't know 80 bucks you know it's definitely less but maybe it's like you know you see it and then you'd be like you know this is under $100 and so it then may, may be like $80 and the thing is the other product is $800 so from the beginning on and if you just take 10% off of it it doesn't matter anyways if you just pay $800 or $720 for or maybe for most of the people it might be like this I, I could understand that uh, stories then can act as vessels carriers that help transmit information to others information travels under the guise uh, of what seems like idle chatter the reality is most valuable when the brand or product benefit is integral to the story when it's woven so deeply in the narrative that people can't tell the story without mentioning it so mentioning the product certain characteristics make products and ideas more likely to be talked about and shared and these characteristics are all these things we were discussing in the summary and this is actually the end of the summary and I know that I haven't been going through all these things I've been reading um, by now especially in the last part now um, because you know I didn't really know what this was about and I'm sorry for that I'm very very sorry for that um, and I will uh, this one diminishing sensitivity reflects the idea that the same change has a smaller impact the farther it is from the reference point um, and I translate myself that um, Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. I do not get it. I don't get it. I can help myself. You know, it's. But but that's 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 the bad part about it. Uh, about these summaries is that you know you just really can only get through these things that are staying here that are written down here and I'm sorry I might be I shouldn't do that sorry so now it's great um, that you can only go through things you um, you just see there and you just can read there and so on that just this is the pity about it um, that's something else than just really going through the actual book um, because then you just have everything is explained pretty well, I guess, and and or I hope. And but um, now with this, I can just be like, you know, yeah, I can can think of things that may mean that or may be meant by this. But um, I actually have to talk about something um, as well. And this is how I got who I am. And this is actually something I want to talk about and I think that could give you some value. Um, so everything began with my heart being broken by, 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 that doesn't matter. Um, but it was in 2016 actually, I guess. Um, from this point on, I was, you know, I was pretty fucked up and I was pretty mad and sad and so on. Um, the thing is, 
Then I got really into motivational speeches. Speeches from Les Brown, Eric Thompson, and um, at this time not really Tony Robbins, because I didn't like him that much that time. Now I really love him, because I see that there is more behind him, not actually this motivational part, but also this financial part, and so on, which is, or I think it's, it's pretty great, and pretty interesting and pretty valuable that he shares his, his thoughts and his, you know, insights. Um, but nevertheless, I've been just really going through these motivational speeches all the time, really all the time. Like, hey, I was crazy. Um, I was, um, yeah, not all the time. You know, in school, I couldn't really listen to them. But uh, on the way to school, on the way to my bus, on the way to the train, on every way to, to somewhere, I was listening to these motivational speeches. Um, and they gave me a lot of value. They gave me a lot of motivation and a lot of right patterns to, to think and to, to act some sort of. Because they really teach you, yeah, uh, do not be sad because, you know, it's only that and this doesn't matter actually. And the fact is, 99% of things do not matter. And a lot of people, and I always, or as well, um, tend to be fucked up about things that do not really matter. So there is actually really like 1% that matters. And I know that, but the thing is, I just, you know, get mad at certain things anyways. But um, but the thing is, uh, what did I want to say? These motivational speeches really helped me get to the person and to the characteristics and to the patterns of thinking I have now. And this is actually th something I really want you to to, to do as well or try as well at least and uh, maybe even listen to them while you're sleeping this may be actually a good idea because then it's really going into your subconscious mind you know really like like totally like yeah, you know really like yeah and but um but this is actually something that helped me and this is i think this was actually the beginning of my journey um at the first time only just being about like you know happy about myself and happy so i was never really depressed i just have to say this um i was never really like you know I, I, yeah i don't know i was never that down i just was always quite quite a happy person in general but this i really have to plug in my i really don't want it to even though I have, yeah. where is it? Found it. I uh, really don't want to lose that recording. So, and thing it, it really helped me um, get the the right thinking in my mind, get you know the right things in my mind, being that confident in my mind. Um, often these were stories. And this also some just you know by reflecting it now, this also showed me how really important these, or in general storytelling is, um, because it really yeah it really helped me. And if you want to check these out, I uh, some time ago just collected all these motivational speeches I was listening to quite all the time. And the thing is, just I think it was two months ago or, or something or one month ago I. I really saw that the most speeches were from from Will Smith, 
And I always felt like, you know, this everything is from Les Brown and these all things are so great and whatever. But the actual thing is, they were all from Will Smith. And he has so great speeches. You know, it's it's not... Uh, so he has a lot of great quotes, I would say, about the speeches. I don't really know because I don't don't listen to dedicated speeches of him, but, you know, really mashups and or edits and so on. But nevertheless, there is a playlist on my channel which is called Motivational Speeches even, and um, these are actually all the motivational speeches I've been listening to. I um, fortunately enough have, you know, screenshotted all of them before I just, you know, deleted all of them because I needed the space on my smartphone. Um, but yeah, if you want to check them out, it would be, you know, it would be good for you, I think. For me, it's, you know, I, I really want you to. I will not be like, you know, it doesn't matter for me, you know, uh, but I hope you do it. Please do it. And I'll see you actually the next time. And I hope everything is doing well at your time or your life or your day or whatever. And I'll see you the next time. I love you. Bye.